What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jer Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Mogan. What's up? And to my left, Zachary Parks. How's it going? So today, we have another episode, but before we get into this episode, I have to tell you all again about our wonderful email and Twitter that we have, teamchatpodcast at gmail.com or at teamchatpodcast, where you can send us a comment, questions. Or any other thoughts about the show that insults. you may have? Insults? <laughs> we'll take those. Yeah, might that's, hurt our... that's what I'm asking for now. It might new, hurt... <laughs> new insults. That's my new request. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, no. Don't say that. <laughs> Open up a Just can of worms. Just for Zach, though. Yeah. Leave yeah, Rogan yeah. Jared and Mogan, so perfectly on the, fine. On the floor in the We're fetal just, position. <laughs> yeah. We want, we want to see Zach cry at this yes. point. We'll too confident. He's been a little too confident lately. He requested the insults. Send them where they are due. But anyway... Yeah. <laughs> well, I I don't want to I don't want to call you out, but we did uh, not or unless you did, did you check the emails before this episode? I did. Oh, you did? I did check the emails. Okay. okay. And our good, nice try. And our uh, good, I'm sorry. I I just thought of it. Our good friend Nemesis who sent us an email before, he sent us an email again. Oh, he did. Ooh, nice. Oh, great. Um and he confirmed that yes, it is Brandon. <laughs> and that he is oh. and that he is a guy, <laughs> therefore ending that mystery of of the gender of Nemesis. Okay. But he just One responded to our our uh, difficult games. In fact, in my backpack right there, Mogan, if you can hand me that on the top the big zipper in the very back. My laptop's in there. I'll pop that baby out real quick, and we'll read his email. What? It's your laptop in the, is in there? Yep. Oh, it's going to take a while. I was so sure you were literally going to start the episode by plugging our favorite sponsor, our friends at LaCroix Sparkling Water. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> Hold on. Let me Hold grab on. Yeah. Can you cue the Here the we go, music? everyone. <laughs> the infomercial music. Unfortunately, we've already opened all the cans, uh, so we can't get the We art, do all the drink LaCroix. That's kind of... No, we've never said that before. That's delicious. It's just vision tradition here yep also, just they're not over our a real big... sponsor just for no the yeah i don't want to get sued over this <laughs> if they want to be we'll accept them yeah sure. because it's delicious <laughs> i'll stand by that yeah look at your opening your arms wide open <laughs> all right hold on but anyway so yeah if you have any questions or comments please send us an email at teamchatpodcast.gmail.com or follow us on twitter at Team Chat Podcast and send us anything there. This I'm is just a, yeah. filling space right now while I pull up. Well, it's, I was going to say it's kind of a. I was going to fill space too. But oh, go ahead. <laughs> I said it's a fun time to be recording because it's during South by. It is during and South. We by. are in Austin, Texas, so and it's, it's kind of worst. an extend. Well, <laughs> you know, it's funny. This is my first South by actually. Oh yeah. Oh really? Well, yeah. yeah. Since you've been here. Since I've been here, it's my first one I've ever experienced, and everyone was telling me how crazy it was going to be. Now, I don't want to jinx it. Maybe it will hit later, but I have felt none of it. I don't know. I feel like the first weekend is always the wildest. Really? So if you didn't feel it this past what? weekend... Where did it, where, where, it's the interactive music yeah, parts that normally get, that normally get crazy parts. I just didn't... Like, I mean, I work at a, ho- at a hotel and... Oh, yeah. Wasn't, wasn't busy, you know? It's a, really? I mean, there, we, were, we had a lot and of people staying with us. Congress, that's kind of surprising. I, thought I'd, I don't know. I just felt like the roads would be closed, which I know some are, well, but I thought yeah. people Friday, would be in the streets. I thought would be just riots. kind of a yeah riots you know fights <laughs> you know arguments you're just in the wrong neighborhood that's i must been, be that's been my I, whole wherever weekend. i go people just know i'm coming and they, they so let's they, get exactly they, space yeah they're like let's get out of here oh we did miss the president though we should have invited him to he the almost show. screwed up me going to dallas this weekend <laughs> yeah air force we go, one we had to go for a friend's for a friend's wedding and basically they shut down all major roads in austin when he's here but fortunately we left in time before mm. he got here and we friday to, morning i had to drive around able to zip around and, shut down roads. really it was very well he didn't even spend the night he was here and gone he's out. we I missed know. him at torchies ate, ate some torchies tacos torchies first right didn't he go to the yeah, first street i went to home slice on south congress i was like maybe obama will be here i would have kicked you out i get out i was kicking myself that's all anyone was talking about all day yep i missed him as well so uh brandon responded to our to our last uh episode on difficult games 
and just shared some of his thoughts about Rogue Legacy and uh, and Ninja Gaiden. Uh, he oh, says, <laughs> Zach didn't have much to say about Ninja Gaiden. <laughs> he says, great choices all around, some of which I never played, su- stunt, such as Stuntman and Trauma Center, but none that I wasn't at least aware of. As far as Rogue Legacy is concerned, I'm not sure if I'd consider it a difficult game or a time-consuming game. Was that game. your game? That was yeah. my game, my number you're, three. He's calling you out. He is. You're just a Since bad the- game. <laughs> <laughs> Since the difficulty easy. can be mitigated significantly by leveling up your family and by purchasing weapons, armor, and rune upgrades. However, and this is where I still am on track as it being a difficult game, this requires a lot of grinding, which mm. is very time-consuming. I see. So, the game's difficulty is dependent upon how the player decides to play it, but... Oh, wait. I missed a line. With that being said, the game can be extremely difficult if you forego leveling up and rely entirely on skill. So the game's difficulty is dependent upon how the player decides to play it, but the game itself isn't inherently difficult, just potentially so. I guess Rogue Legacy... Get it right, All right, so it was really hard (laughs) for me. It was hard for me. There's no inherent difficulty. And to be fair, you're also bad at Mario Kart, and that's not a difficult game at all. Damn, Mogan. Man. Why don't y'all just yeah. cut the mics out and go play N64 so, real quick? I'm going to step just out of this here. podcast I'll just episode. wait here. I'm going to step out. Honestly, no, I'm not wanted yet. You're Oprah. <laughs> so I guess Rogue Legacy could, both, could be both a time-consuming game and a difficult game. Just a matter of perspective, I suppose. Now to Ninja Gaiden, which was Zach's game. <laughs> Let's all remember that. Ninja Gaiden for the Xbox is notoriously difficult, but not impossible, and not as difficult as its NES predecessors. Honestly, the most frustrating part about Ninja Gaiden was the god-awful camera, which you had no control over the third person. You had to go into first-person view mode to survey the environment, which is quite tedious in the middle of of a battle. Fortunately, this was fixed, kind of, in the re-release Ninja Gaiden Black. You now have had control over the third-person camera, but the controls for it were inverted, and there weren't any options to change that. Regardless, it's a great game, and the only Xbox exclusive that had me envying Xbox players until it was re-re-released for the PS3 as Ninja Gaiden Sigma. A couple other things. First, to answer Zach's question about the genre, Ninja Gaiden is known as a hack and slash, and second... Ah, hack and slash. Yeah, that's more of what like God of War is, too. Okay, hack and slash. And second, the game that Rachel is thinking about, the one about the ninja with the red scarf, is called Shinobi, which was released on the PS2. I thought I had it. And I agreed with you. How about that? Man, Brandon's just our fact checker. Dude, he's great. <laughs> yeah, he's good. He's I like this. some great insight, actually. <laughs> he's making us better, yeah, and I appreciate is. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, missed is a game that I played f- five minutes as a child and never touched again. It was, too perplexing. <laughs> it was too perplexing to my pre-adolescent mind, Exactly. and I've had no interest in checking it out ever no, since. No, it's, it's not any better as an No, it's, it was terrible. That was my impression of it, too. Given Rachel's condemnation of the game, oh, sorry, Mogan. Oh, yeah. He revealed your true first name. Oh, well, oh, that's because no. we, we go way back. Yeah. That's true. I, oh, went, that's I true. went to middle school Y'all are buddies. Yeah. What fun. What fun. Given Rachel's condemnation of the game, I think I made the right choice. Other than that, I have nothing else to say about Myst except that The Witness looks like a better modern version of the same concept. I have heard a lot of good oh, things about that game. I don't know I if I too. know anything about that. But now that I know it's like Myst, I'm not interested I'm not sure it's made by the same guy who made Braid. <laughs> oh, really? I could be wrong. Jonathan Winter, I believe. Okay. I've heard a lot about um, its art style more than anything else. It's really very interesting. Yeah. Uh, when choosing my most difficult games, I decided to limit myself to games I actually beat because otherwise I would have too much difficulty narrowing my list down. So here they are. 
Number one, Ninja Gaiden for the NES. Hey. Number two, Castlevania for the NES. Oh. And three, Devil May Cry 3 for the PS2. Oh, Devil May Cry. I played one of those. I don't know exactly which one. I think one. I only played a little bit of the second one. Yeah. And I think I was immediately like, oh, I'm really bad at this. That was an interesting so game. I'm pretty though. sure. Anything I gave with up. dual pistols, I'm immediately intrigued by. I did by. love his red, like, long trench coat. Yes. Like, the leather so coat. Cool. I was like, oh, and man. And like either a big sword cool. or, like, dual pistols. Yeah. And I was yep. like, wow, it's in, like, unlimited ammo, if I remember. <laughs> I like. So thank you, Brandon, for your email again. Good. It was a very good email. We appreciated reading it and sharing it with all the other listeners. Yes. But on now to the topic of today's show, which is a first. This is the first time we're doing this, so I'm, I'm so very nervous. interested it's to see how this uh, for goes Team down. Chat Podcast. It but it, the timing was right. It was. It, it, it was worked just, out beautifully. We've been discussing this for a long time, mm-hmm. trying to figure out when the best time to do this. Mm-hmm. And and this month, March, the time is now. Yeah. The time is now. It was out of our hands. It is. It was. It was decided by the fates. Yes, it was. And here we are delivering our first Team Chat Podcast reviews. Yes. Oh, God. Two reviews. Two reviews. Possibly a third. We'll see how the time goes. <laughs> but, we'll, but two reviews of two recently released games. And we'll be beginning with the first one, which will be covered by... No. Are we going to do that first? We're going to do Twilight Princess no, first? You blew it! Oh, everyone knows. <laughs> She's, she's been talking about it forever. That's true. I that's know. true. I mean, it shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. Yes. But Mogan got the got the new Twilight Princess HD and has been playing it since its release, and now has a few thoughts. I have I have some thoughts. Not no. like a ton of thoughts, though. So, like anyone, I have a lot is, of questions. If it helps, oh, that that's going to help a okay. lot because from just if it. If I were describing it to someone for the first time who had never ever played it, I would have a crap ton to say. Right. But because it's a remake, it, I'm going on the assumption that everyone has already played it. Because when I approach a remake, I'm really only going to buy it for myself, well, for the collector's value. Mm-hmm. But let's assume, I bet you there are a fair amount of people that never played Twilight oh, Princess absolutely. that just absolutely, especially get it. younger fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't so know like anybody. Anyone that was around or just wasn't that into games back when the first one came out, and it's been a decade now. Which I is really scary, didn't thought. feel like it had been that long, it's been but long it's been time. 10 years. Mm-hmm. There could be new gamers out there that weren't even born. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a scary, true. That is that's crazy. crazy. That's a game that's 10 years old. And I don't like thinking about it. I've just pushed those thoughts out of my mind so it has actually been 10 years which is wild to think about because in my brain it's still like very new it's like oh no twilight princess one of the newer installments in the series and it's like no there have been a lot between now and then Mm -hmm. most ostensibly speaking one of the wind waker also hd remake Mm -hmm. so playing twilight princess hd was very helpful to have something directly in the same series to compare it with another hd remake that's just a completely remastered edition. And I'm going to go on ahead and just spoil the end review. I would not say that it is as good. So in comparison to Wind Waker HD, in terms of remake value, yes, yes, I would not rate it as being on the same level. Interesting. That's so a great in. way to rate it, though. Why? Now, I have some very interesting things to say about that. So let's start with the pros. Let's start with all the good things. I actually... Wow, Mogan actually brought something. I down. I'm oh, my goodness. Here. Yeah, it's like a real piece of paper. <laughs> it's very exciting stuff. I do these um, at my real job <laughs> when I'm not, uh, not actively doing what I should be. So it's a very exciting day. I always have to do it on the DL. So the things that I really, really am impressed with. One, 
the actual visual component to it. So I've heard, you know, I follow a lot of different blogs and stuff that are mostly Legend of um, Legend of Princess, Legend <laughs> of Zelda centered, and a lot of them are like, oh god, the HD quality is really bad, blah blah blah. And I'm like, to the untrained eye, to me though, to someone who doesn't know anything about how you actually remaster a game, it looks fantastic. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now in the actual environment, I can sometimes see what they're saying. You know, there's only so much detail you can add to polygons before you've kind of reached the limit of how good it can get without changing the actual skeleton mm-hmm. of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Right. But where it really shines is in the actual characters. So obviously The Legend of Zelda, always very strong on character quality. And Twilight Princess has tons of side characters. Just people all over the place. Shopkeepers, mm-hmm. neighbors, other other warriors and stuff that you can just encounter throughout the game. And it's very noticeable how much additional detail they put not only into their faces, but into their expressions, into their clothing. So getting no go ahead. So it's not essentially how you remember it then. No, it is. Well, it is. How you, but 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 it's like I mean, it like is, when you're but seeing it's more it, vivid. but when you're when you're look when you're playing the new game, you are when you're playing the HD remake, you are um, you're not thinking like, oh, this is how the game always looks. You're like, oh, this does look a lot no, better. No, no, no. you can you know? definitely tell. Okay. Yeah, in that sense, you can definitely immediately tell. Holy crap! And I'm going to give a really good scary example. So there's this. Um, do you remember Uku? Uh, can you have to she describe. was that really creepy bird person oh, yeah. thing mm-hmm. who just has like a little kind of almost a chicken, well, more like a small harpy. Yeah. Like very sharp looking creepy claws and like red eyes. Uh-huh. And she's very nice. Doesn't she like teleport yeah, you? Yeah, she's really nice. So she's actually this like um, person, if you can call her uh-huh. that, that you can obtain in dungeons that functions as a way to warp you yeah, out if right. you're in danger, and then you can warp right back into the room that she basically evacuated mm-hmm. you from if you need to. I have literally not even once ever had to use Uku for the actual <laughs> function that she exists for. Mm-hmm. I've just always gotten her in the dungeon God, oh, God. <laughs> we, this little thing. Well, how do I get rid of her? I can't <laughs> wait to get out of here because she's really creepy looking. She is creepy. Like, she's got a great personality and stuff, but, like, mm-hmm. you look at her and you're like, that's the creature of nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> and the biggest difference that I noticed is in the HD remake, she's kind of, like, gray in color almost, and in the HD remake, she has, like, very noticeably wrinkled skin that okay. makes her, like, a thousand hmm. times creepier. Interesting, okay. And she actually has, like, a son who's just named, I think she just calls him Junior. But that was in the original one. You know, it's in right. the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the difference is, in the older one, it was muted enough that you couldn't really get the full horror of her design, and now that it's in HD, you're like, oh my god. I see what they're going this for. Is you're too, yes. This is too much detail, mm-hmm. we need to scale that back. Back a little bit. <laughs> Decrease the sharpness on my screen. <laughs> so it's very, very vivid and very noticeable in Well, it's interesting that you, because I feel like, you know, I would have played and be like, oh, the game always looked like this. Because no, when I no, remember, no, no. when I like think about it in my memory, I think it looked fantastic. No, and you know it's what I mean? even been a while. Yeah. Like, I very much didn't replay the old Twilight Princess specifically because I was like, no, I want to be able to approach it with as, as fresh of eyes yes. as you can get having replayed a game many, many times. Yeah. So it's definitely, it's one of the first things an old fan will notice is that the characters are much, much more vivid. Mm-hmm. Now, that being said, what else is on my list for prose? Ah, yes. <laughs> so, the actual gameplay, not different at all. Except, and I actually don't know if this was, like, I'm, I'm either going insane 
or it's something I never, ever noticed before, I f- constantly feel like everything is flipped. Hmm. Like, like inverted axis and yeah, stuff? No, or? no, no. Like the game has been flipped in a mirror. Like the whole world? Yeah, like really? the whole world. Really? Like if I'm going down a road and I go, oh, I remember where I need to uh-huh. go, I'll go left, and it's not on the left. Really? It's on the right? It's also, think? that was a motion to the right, by the way. I can't did even you? get it right in the real world. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's you, Mogan. <laughs> That's did, the thing. I can't figure out. Did you out look that it, up? Did, uh, like I looked it up, and they were like, oh, no, from the GameCube to Wii, they changed oh, it. Oh, and you're like, there's a conspiracy the, going no, because on. because of the Wiimote controls, but I played the original Wii yeah. version. Like that's the version I'm going off of. I didn't play the GameCube version. Right, it should be the same. So I'm like, no, it should be the same. Hmm. And it's not, and it's really messing with me. And I'm like, is it just me? Hmm. Is it just that I'm remembering it wrong because everything's on the wrong side? And I'm like, maybe it's going crazy. You're probably going going crazy. (laughs) Maybe I've just finally reached the limit of Legend of Zelda that you can obtain. (laughs) And I've just gone off the deep end now. So either if someone could answer this for me, that would be great. I would love to know if other people have encountered the same problem. Because uh, other than that, I really haven't looked up much about it, you know, in online communities. I kind of try to stay away from that until I've gotten pretty well done with the game. And then I go back in and go, okay, what did everybody else think? Mm-hmm. I like to keep my brain as, as pure as possible to form <laughs> my own opinions. <laughs> so they did actually add a couple of also new interesting things. So most importantly, the Amiibo. So it, mm-hmm. this being the Wii U, this this is a game that has amiibo functionality. Cool. So if you choose to get like one of the more collector's editions, you actually get the exclusive amiibo that is Wolf Link and Midna. And if you actually use it, it just has like some fun little weird, um, not weird, but just some fun uh, functionality in the game where you can use it to immediately load your save file without actually having to go through all the menus. Oh, that's cool. But its main function is that it um, lets you access the Cave of Shadows. And I really hope I said that right, because otherwise that would really embarrass Is that a cave that existed in the no, original game? No, no, no. So it's in the original cave? game, the most similar component would have been the Cave of Ordeals. Do you remember that, Zach? Uh, I mean, by name, no, but <laughs> if I, I would recognize so it. if you were playing the game, the Cave of Ordeals is basically like an optional super dungeon that you can access in the Gerudo Desert. You actually have to uh, warp away a piece of bridge that has gotten flung into the desert by, you know, the enemies. Yeah. And if you warp it away, it unveils in the desert this just dungeon. Mm-hmm. And you can just go down into it. You don't have to at all. You can play the whole game and, and never, never do there. the cave war deals. So it's totally, totally optional. So it was basically, I believe it's just 50 levels of increasing dissension further into the cave and, of course, increasing difficulty. Mm. So, like, the first level might be, oh, you have to fight three keys. And that's it. And mm-hmm. you're like, really? That's it? But then the further you go, the more enemies there are, the harder they are to fight. And then I think, I don't like, think I did that. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, warping the bridge, you had to do. In you order had to, get to warp to the bridge, but you didn't have to go further okay. into the cave war deals. Did you go through the whole cave oh, war yeah. deals? Oh, yeah. What's at the bottom? I'm a super fan. Come on. Yes. What's, the, what's that? <laughs> so the if end? you do actually finish the entire cave war deals, A, you get bragging rights, and B, you <sighs> that actually. That you have just used. <laughs> You actually get, well, it's not hard. You you can easily finish the cave ordeals. But at the bottom is actually the game's only um, great fairy, more or less. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in old Legend of Zelda games, there are always great fairies. You know, there's the little fairies that you can capture and put in your bottle and they help you in battle. And then there are the great fairies, which are like much more, they're larger, mm-hmm. they're more humanoid. You actually interact with them. So this is really the game's only great fairy. And her design is awesome. She's got these big, crazy, translucent, multi-leveled wings and, like, this long, blue-green mermaid hair. And you get down there and you're like, 
don't you deserve better <laughs> just be stuck <laughs> than down living here. in the bottom of a cave? But she will give you what are basically the Great Fairy's Tears, which is like a super potion. So it's like, oh, I get this super Well, that cool. now sounds familiar. Would I have well, gotten that any other don't. way? No. No? That no, sounds familiar. you would have done that. Yeah, mm-hmm, you probably mm-hmm. did it. Yeah, I probably did. I mean, the actual gameplay itself of the Cave of Ordeals is pretty forgettable. Mm-hmm. So, like, unless you really had played the game many, many times, right. you, you, might, you might honestly never think mm-hmm, of it again. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, the Cave of Ordeals is more or less the predecessor to the Cave of Shadows, which is totally new content. So the Cave of Shadows, and actually when you kind of like warp into it for the first time, there's this giant obelisk-type statue that is the amiibo of Wolf Link at midnight. Oh, and you're cool. like, aha, yeah, I see nice. what they did there. So it's actually, uh, it's not quite the same, but the model is more or less, I mean, the function is exactly you know, but it is the same. They're the same thing. Just in very slightly different format. It's just waves of increasingly mm-hmm. difficult enemies. Yeah. And I think you just beat them. I, I've barely done it so far. I've mostly stayed on the main game, but you can fight them just to get rupees, all kinds of cool stuff, blah, blah, blah. So in that sort of sense, that's new content mm-hmm. that I don't really care about because fighting enemies is great and all, but I think we all know that what I care about is side quests. I care about new mm-hmm. optional side quests. Yep. And they did introduce a brand new side quest that I had never even heard of before, like not even in the pre-release content. And you know the stamp system? In nope. The Wii? Nope, never mind. I don't. I'm, <laughs> so, not, I'm not very familiar uh, with how the Wii U works. Uh, so the, in, if that's only Wii U? It, it would only be Wii U. Uh, then I don't know. Yeah. So it's basically... <laughs> so you know, be like, I have I a Wii, but I, I don't know Most Wii U. other people probably would have encountered these in like Mario games. So in a lot of the newer Mario games, you can get stamps in all these different levels that are just fun little optional things. You know, there's a stamp of Bowser, a stamp of Peach, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. In Twilight Princess, you can now get Helian alphabet stamps. So it's actually like the language that the Helians use within the game. Oh, that's cool. And it's Mm. just totally fun new stuff. And it's like, yes. Just little collectibles. Yeah, just little collectibles. Because I was playing the very first dungeon and I was just swimming around in water for no reason because I was like, you never know. It's an it's a remake. You never know never what's going to be gonna down find. here. Yeah. And I was right. There was actually like oh. a new little optional alcove, and I was like, oh, there didn't used to be a treasure chest in here, and now there's a new treasure chest full of new. It's amazing that you stuff. even a can like remember <laughs> that that wasn't there, and that like, I, if I went back, I'd be like, this is exactly how it was. <laughs> no. this is, I'd remember uh, like key points of like a like, mission or something like that, but like maybe. no way would I remember like, oh, this chest is supposed to be here. right. No, no. <laughs> right, that's amazing. So even playing through old Legend of Dragoon, I can still be like, the stardust is right there behind the hidden just wall with your eyes to closed. the left you to the right it's like there. that's where it is <laughs> so having there, having there be <laughs> something God, like just totally new something completely optional that's just like yes just new right fun, right yeah. that makes stuff. it like they really did exactly not just slap like a yeah. new coat of paint on this and that's right. what i was really looking for i was more looking for new optional stuff mm-hmm. which i feel like in comparison wind waker did a much better job of mm, so i definitely feel like this remake it's beautiful and it is what it is you can take it or leave it but i feel like they could have done a lot more mm-hmm. so i'm not sure maybe it was just the release date they were trying to get it out obviously before zelda wii u eventually comes out yeah but and that could be like interestingly another year enough, right or... but i have heard rumors that zelda wii u is going to more well there's so little that we actually know about it yet they're like I think Nintendo came out with a statement that were like, people will want to have played Twilight Princess 
before they play Zelda. Oh, okay. so that's why like, they came oh, all three masks. They're before. trying to do some yeah, sort here of tie it is again. in there. Sure. So it's like, okay, I got. Okay. So, got but, well, besides that, like for any long term goal that uh, Nintendo has in mind, do you think Twilight Princess deserved a remake? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, like in the actual iconography of the series, mm-hmm. Twilight Princess is really high up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you like lot, it a lot. Yeah, you I, love, I love the original it. for a lot of hardcore players of the series, and just in general, people that haven't played any other Legend of Zelda game. Zach, the one you've played. <laughs> that's the only one I've played. Yeah, that's the one listeners. you've played. It's Twilight Princess. But I was a big so, fan as I reinstate over. And I haven't you would still I get a lot out of it. it. You would still be able to play Twilight Princess HD and be like, ah, oh, yes, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. It's exactly as good as I remember. It's just a that's little a, that's bit another question I was going to ask you. Is yeah. it did it live up to your original playthrough? There is, is it- one thing that is so infuriating. It's honestly kind of ruining <laughs> a lot of other aspects of the game for me. And I honestly don't know if this was as prevalent in the original games and I just wasn't paying attention. Mm-hmm. But the actual controls They're just... feel sluggish. Well, they feel they, really well, sluggish you're not to using, me. Are you using... No, see, what are that's you using the thing. You're not using the Wiimote this or time. Or the nunchuck, right? But no, so you're not using the you're nunchuck. You're just using the, the, the you're controller. You're just using the gamepad or you can use the pro controller, uh-huh. which is just like a standard controller. Right, right, right. So I do definitely miss being able to slash my arms mm-hmm. around and have that actually be how Link fights Yeah. I was going to say, I would, would be I, cool. would, I would be sad to miss that. Yeah, I would, I would, you could probably argue that that's a huge deck downgrade. It is. Because, yeah, no. that was going through the game. That was a big component of it was you swinging your own arm and yeah. being more connected with Link. I mean, Link. that was like the introduction to the new Wii system. It was. It was It, huge it was a for bridge them. game. It was, it was from GameCube now, introducing the Wii. Can you go back and play Can you put in your Wiimote in Nunchuck and play it the you old can't. way? No. Well, oh, you can't? Oh, wow. Because it, it gives you the options. When you start up the game, it says, do you want to use the Wii U game pad or are you or using the Pro, Pro Controller? controller. Oh, so you could start a new game. Options. You could. Oh. Oh, okay, so never mind. No, never you mind. can't. Never mind. No. There's no option for it. That, I feel as like, far it's as a I weird know, there missed opportunity. If I'm missing it, someone please yeah. tell me, because that would be great. So I, I bet you it, feel, it feels probably like a totally different game. It I, mean, does. I used it to stand up when different. I played all the and time. And so the actual <laughs> motion... Exercise. I did. I did. I was like, I must I think stand. that was the point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the actual motion in-game even feels just slower. Mm-hmm. Just overall, it feels like you're not moving at the same pace. Interesting. Which is weird, because I could just be remembering it wrong. Right. You never know. It could just be me. But then, so the actual gameplay is different in that way. And Epona, your horse, is impossible. You can't go you can't anywhere c- on that stupid you can't horse. Control? Like, you can, but it's noticeably more difficult. Hmm. Like, if well, you... Was a, like, just oversensitivity and it, and it, or, it's, like... No, it's not as responsive at all. Oh, and that's, uh, that's a to, huge component of the game, too. There's plenty of battles you get to while you're on the horse with exactly. your bow and arrow, and you're no, flying through a yeah, field. It's, that's a it's huge infuriating. component. So when you're actually on the horse, I find that I am having to stop get off opponent and fight. and fight on the ground because I can't do well, it on. That's fine. That's and I know I'm not the only one that's had this problem because a few of the other blogs I do follow are like, oh my god. This is a big issue. So it's not just me this time. It's mm. definitely other people having the same problem. I wonder if that'll get fixed in like a patch later on or something like that. I don't know. I don't know how Nintendo really handles that stuff. Really Nintendo not really Nintendo style. Thing. Yeah, it's There's like, always this is... the chance that they might because like with Splatoon they do. They fix yeah. stuff all the time in updates. But that, that makes but sense because it's a big online yeah, player. It's an online like multiplayer game thing. It's totally different. So yeah, I could see a, this being what thing. it is. You know? Yeah. So well, you can take it or leave it. Uh, I would definitely say that you can keep playing your old version 
and be just fine. Yeah. But if you are of a collector's mindset or if you've never played the game before, this is a fantastic time to do it. Mm -hmm. So if you have the ability, definitely still get it. I still do believe that it is worth the money. And for collectors like me, it's also worth it to get all the optional stuff. Yeah, because you got like the big collector's photos. I was like, yeah. how much stuff can I get with uh -huh. the bundle? Oh, no, I, 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 I get that. So yeah, that's what I was going to ask because no, I have not played. I mean, we've talked about this before. Oh, but not, this would be a I've good time, Jared. I know. This would be a good time. All so you especially gift for it to people. Him. Gift him your old one. Yeah. How about that? Not, well, okay. Jared's like, shit. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I have to play it. <laughs> and I'm not sure I'll I will. Broke. <laughs> I still have my original copy. That's not going anywhere. No, I would not take that so. from you. But no, <laughs> I'm just... Look at it. I'm just I'm just saying. So yeah, that's what I was, that's what I was going to ask. Because like, as someone who has not played it before, would you recommend, Would you say go back to the old to the old version and play that? Or would I be no, just No, I would say go ahead and get the new version. Might as well. Yeah, just might as well go for it. Get the newer version. Get the prettier experience. Because with the Legend of Zelda games, a big component of it for me is the visuals yes right, honestly right, right. i'm walking around going ah yes what mm -hmm. a beautiful day in hyrule field <laughs> <laughs> so nice out so it's definitely well, how um let me ask how far you are i'm probably i just got to the lake bed temple again mm -hmm. so i'm really not that far along okay you get to the point where you get like the three few shadows which is right about where i am okay so i'm definitely playing it at a slower place okay pace. like i'm not breathing but you're taking it in it. yeah and part of that is because i'm not using the guide very much so i'm running around in circles going what's new sure what, what, yeah, what's here that yeah, wasn't more. here before because there is definitely newer stuff so it's uh fun to go through and be like am i just not remembering or is this actually Actually new. It's like a fun little self gamer quiz. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, when you were talking about the little egg woman chicken thing, what was what are we calling that? What was the name of that thing again? Her name is Uku. Uku. I uh, I was reminded of a character that I had totally forgotten about until you mentioned that. Was the guy near the lake that has this cannon? What's oh, his, what's his, what name? Is his name? Yeah, it's he comes like, in later uh, in the game. Oh, You're not that far, so right? Funny. Yeah, it's him and his other accomplice yeah. guy, and they like run. They're this so funny. They're, I want to say that one of them is Faber. Maybe. F-A-B-R-E? I don't know. And I forget the I other guy's know. name, but they're hilarious. They are, and that's a great, because that I cannon, like, what shoots you back yeah, to Yeah, they, they the, have the cannon that shoots you to the uh, city in the sky. Yeah, that's what, maybe what that's what, okay, And that's, that's where Uku lives, and it's uh -huh. like, oh, thank God, we finally got yeah, her. Yeah, we get you home, She's bye. back home. <laughs> Thanks, Fred. Thanks for nothing. And she's like, and please <laughs> stay with your horrible sky people. Yes, you're all gross. Bye. Super gross. I do remember that thing. That's actually my most hated dungeon in the game, too. So the sky? I, I can't wait to get it over well, with. Oh no, is it called Skyview Temple? No, no maybe. Oh, now I'm not sure. You're, you'll know better. Uh, I, I hate will. it. I hate it when I can't get something right. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'll figure it out. Nice. So, so overall, you would approve. Overall, I would yeah. approve. Now the, some slight misgivings. Really, my I say the controls is the biggest thing. Sounds like, like the biggest thing. Visuals, yeah. I, I would say, like I yeah. remember playing the old one. Unless memory is like embellished, it. I remember thinking it's a good looking game, regardless. It is. You don't like the HDB makes probably looks a lot better, but you still get a lot out of the old one. And like honestly, personally, I would not want to lose the nunchuck. We mode. Yeah, I really, in, I really enjoyed would, playing me, the uh, game like that. It, yeah, it, I would, sad. I would slashing like and, to have and that. And so, one of my other complaints is that in addition to not having the nunchuck anymore, you know, the Wii U gamepad has the screen on it, right? Mm -hmm. And it does. What's actually on that come, screen? That's the, so it's the map now. Oh, so that's you can look nice. down into your hands, and you've got your map, and you can toggle back and forth between that and um, your like item items. Screen. Yes, yeah, which your is items. really nice. That's nice. So yeah. that's interesting but in terms of the map the gamepad has the ability to draw on it it has a stylus oh. you can interact with it which i feel like 
why can't I take notes on my screen? Yeah. Because something that frequently happens is if your wallet is not big enough or if you encounter a puzzle that you can't quite get to yet because you don't have an item, I really would have liked to have had the ability to mark it on my map. Just to be able to draw something really quick because obviously Nintendo does that all the time with the DS games. And with the gamepad, I just feel like that was a missed opportunity Mm. for some additional interface. Okay. Nice. Hmm. So, 7 out of 10 yeah. overall. 7 out of 10. Yeah, seven out of ten. <laughs> we promised we weren't going to do numerical ratings. <laughs> no, but there I it is anyways. thought about it in my head. I was like, I'd give it a 7. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But, but, like the, but I like what you were mentioning earlier. It's a comparison to another remake, the Wind Waker yeah. remake. You, that's a, I think that's a good bubble to put it in. Rather than comparing it to like yeah, other Zelda games, which wouldn't exactly, really make sense. Because really you would probably same. give, if you were to give a numerical value to the original Twilight Princess, it would probably be, oh my uh, God, I'm guessing, 9. like a 9.99999 yeah, nine, 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 yeah. out of 10. <laughs> exactly. You, know, it's you wouldn't a, just it's, go ahead and give it the 10. Masterpiece? Yeah. No. <laughs> right now, and, and it does a good. That's Wind Waker. That's oh, okay. Right. I that's see. your. That's the pinnacle. So, but I'm just happy to hear that it's done a good job of keeping you immersed, like the original one. It sounds like oh, it's yeah. still like it has all the same charm and magic. It definitely that does. You, that it, you know, you remember it having. And even so, in terms of just the characters themselves, that's where all the charm comes from yeah. for me. So having that additional aspect of having them even sharper and more vivid than before is right. Like, it helps ah, a lot. Yes, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, it is still a really awesome game. Still definitely worth it. Cool. Cool. Twilight Princess. And you were, you've been excited for this for a while. I have been really so excited. So it's probably nice. And so taking my amiibo out of the box was a struggle. Yeah. I had you to want sit to there and look at it and go, but can I? Do I really need <laughs> do it? do I really want and I, to? For a while, I tried to actually use it through the box <laughs> with the gamepad. I was like, maybe it'll read. <laughs> That's so funny. It's <laughs> like it a did, skit or something. It did not work. I was like, dang it. I think they did this on it's purpose. It's lose value. <laughs> I know. It's already lost so much value. Very nice. So that was Mogan's review of Twilight Princess HD. Hopefully, I've set the bar low enough for reviews that it can only. Get I thought that was a very, no, very, that was great. Very well I done. Mean, yeah, I mean, it's different because it's a remake. Obviously, like yeah. you said, if you wanted to go into the game, the original one, with you know, if you wanted to go into the HD remake, the the same amount that you could go into the original one, you'd have a lot more to say. Obviously, we, we about would it. have but three like, hours that's, of content. That, you know, we yeah, <laughs> we would break it up into like three episodes of a podcast, right? And <laughs> you like, let's talk about well, the have timeline. You, have you specifically talked about Twilight Princess and other episodes you know, in depth? Like, think, have you ever chosen you it as a game of like your top three lists? Oh, yeah, God, we did a couple. I? I think we did a couple weeks ago. A few weeks ago, we did. I know you did Wind Waker. Um, I think as fa- your favorite campaign mission. Oh yeah, yeah I guess you, I did, did. you did go into a little bit, but you never talked to like. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. I haven't talked missions. about it that much on its own. As no, its own thing. you haven't. No, maybe that'll be a that'll be, 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 be yes. for another we time. We have to. Yeah, we'll have to wait a couple episodes yeah. before yeah. we go back into it. We I'll do put a in the review vault. of when, of the original one. Separate our, <laughs> yeah. separate our uh, Zelda Zelda yeah, topics break out. It up. <laughs> so. Yes, that was very good. I very liked good. It. Yes. I liked, I liked now learning we'll, about we'll it. Get it for Jarrett, and he has to play it. I would love to replay it. I, I I've need been to dying. Yeah, I've I mean, said that were, many times. If you were ever going to, now is obviously the time. I know, but, the that, time. but I have to get a Wii U. That's the issue. Yeah. Uh, I do. Well, I would have to just, buy a just Wii U. Shell out the cash. <laughs> shut up and do it. <laughs> just, just do it. Just no excuses, but it. money. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, Which is a really good excuse. It might be the best excuse there is. It's why it's taken us so long to even do one yeah. of these review episodes because yes. yes. it's like we, need we don't money. have any single we can't console get these in common. Games. Even the division, uh, which I've just spoiled again. Oh, come on. I was <laughs> it even. Goes, it's a perfect know. segue. It's, they, a perfect, it's a segue. I know, I know. But I'm even that, we were, I remember talking about this before the game came out because I think we recorded the night before it came out. Yeah, of an a, episode of an episode. Yeah, and um, we were talking about it. And we were like debating whether or not we were going to get it just because of the you know we were just like i don't know if like i really want to put up the money for it yeah because i mean granted 
yeah, that was a, that was a legitimate thing for me. For, for one, is like I have I have the Xbox, but I haven't jumped in and gotten the full year of Xbox Live yet. Right, so, I was so like, that was oh, double I get another that thing, and, and the pay the money for the game and all right. that stuff. That's a tough decision. Yeah, but but we did moving into yeah we did, and we that brings did. us to our second yes. review. Which is Tom Clancy's The Division. Yes. Which we I both did played. I did not it. know it was a Tom Clancy game. It is. I don't really? I had no really? idea. Oh, yeah. I thought it was just The Division. I don't even know I mean, what that we're means refer, anymore, really. We're going to refer to it from now on as just, just the, the Division, division. <laughs> so we don't have to keep Let's saying Tom Clancy's Tom, The Division. No, we should call it Tom Clancy's. <laughs> Tom Clancy's. TCTD. I don't even know what Tom Clancy like. They just can put that on anything. Like, I don't even he's know. He's a brand. At the I know. He's he's just a name. Maybe he doesn't even know he has a new game out. He doesn't because he's passed away, Mogan. I don't know anything. That's very insane. Yes. Very not but, PC. Well, then he definitely doesn't know. It's not politically correct, Logan. <laughs> so, anyway. How do you want to tackle this, Jared? So, let's see. So, okay, so Zach and I both played it on the Xbox yes. One. And we played online with a little bit for, with each other. We did. Now, so, quick question, it. quick question from an outsider perspective. Mm-hmm. So, I know virtually nothing about The Division mm-hmm. or Xbox. That's good, so because I knew actually, virtually nothing about Twilight Princess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you actually do have to you have to have Xbox Live to be able to play it at all? It has to have constant internet um, connection, In? yes. Which oh, is, is become, true? Which has become a big thing in I didn't in even think game. about that. Yeah. I guess that is true. I didn't even think about which that. Which has become a bigger thing in games. But, you know, this is another one like that. Because, especially, like, when entering the dark zone which is a pvp area where you you know so if you didn't have internet you couldn't go into the dark zone because it takes away a huge part of that area and um well let's back up though yeah let's not go too far yes yes, you do have to have the internet for right yes um back to what you were saying that we played it we got it same time played it a little bit together on launch day on launch day so we tried to give ourselves because when we decided to do this we're like hey let's let's actually give this a chance and let's try to figure out if we can review this thing yeah so just to give a little bit of context of where we are currently, I am a level 13. Which we recorded this yesterday. It's Tuesday now when you're listening to it. We recorded yes, this on this Monday. Monday. So it's been a week since it was launched. Oh, right. God, and, talking and, into the future. I know. Well, I know. What, that took some time to process where, Hello, where I was going. <laughs> I know you're listening. <laughs> so yeah, so the game, when you're listening to this, the game has been out for a week. Yes, and now I will, I should say most people and not most people but a lot of people that i encounter are higher ranked yeah i, I, I would not say that we are we sped through this game no. so far you no. know i'm taking my time and i've given as much time as i can to play balancing other life things obviously right, you know so too. i want to say that before i had to, i was out we of get town this last weekend deal. so like i right. didn't get to play really at all this weekend. right but that being said i think we talked a little bit before the episode that we both feel like we have a pretty decent grasp on what the game is how it functions where it might go in mm-hmm. the future, and overall, like what we kind of think of it. Yeah, so I'm I'm right now standing at a little under a level ten. I have mm-hmm. like a couple thousand more experience points to go before I hit a level ten. Yeah. I've gone into the dark zone at least once now because mm-hmm. I wanted to do that before we reviewed before mm-hmm. we talked about it on this episode, and I've played for about eleven and a half hours. Okay, so so I'm just a little bit further than you. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Um, now I guess I can we can describe just to people yeah, that haven't played. It we should give we should give a, like a, a, a without it, giving spoilers or anything like that. Mm-hmm. We should talk about like what the story is, yes. like what all the different stuff. Right. So, but in in a very and we'll compare. I think this will come back more as we talk about this in very much the same way. Destiny starts. You kind of wake up in Boston, right? Or Brooklyn, New York City. Really? New York City. Or yeah, in Brooklyn, 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 in New York City. Yeah, yeah. but you're not yeah, in yeah. the game. The main game takes place in Manhattan. So what right. what, what you're doing in Brooklyn is a tutorial like. 
thing. And you kind of wake up. And it's you, where you get your character creator and mm-hmm. all that stuff to jump and you, in. And you are a like nameless, voiceless protagonist. Throughout mm-hmm. the game, you it's don't... my favorite kind of Right. You don't say anything. You just kind of are you say told what to bullets. do. <laughs> bullets, yes. I like do. it. Say yes. Which is something I do want to talk about. Like, I, uh, I think it's... An, we'll, we'll come back to the idea of like how much violence is involved in trying to quote unquote save the city it's a very yeah. weird concept that like rubs me the wrong way it's sometimes. like you're saving the city by killing just, a whole bunch of stuff in the yeah city. it's just it's, it seems a little bizarre <laughs> which we'll kind you're killing enemy forces but yeah but what it does at the beginning is it gives you one of those famously that movies do like a montage of the world plunging into chaos now even here i was already a little bit confused as to exactly what happened i know a virus was released i don't know if it was man made or if it, it looked was it looked like from 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 the opening cinematic which it is, is man made yes it's very it's quick all, it, like, it's, shows it's a, a, it shows like a scientist dropping what you assume is a drop of the virus yes. on like a 20 dollar bill right and, <laughs> and like onto like... a bunch of things because the whole thing is it took place on black friday mm-hmm. they oh. they tainted all this money and right. so black it's a friday happens for capitalism oh it's all that gotcha. stuff they try to incorporate <laughs> and they do a very actually successful job yeah and so but yes, but but and yeah, but you so must... then it spreads quickly, and it's mm-hmm. like Christmas time, like very soon after, or something like that, or maybe a year or so after. I'm not quite sure on the timeline of when you kick in. Me, I, that's another thing I'm a little bit confused by. I'm a little bit confused by how far this thing has spread, though. I think I've seen some of the, the some of the recap videos I've seen as stuff you're collecting. It's gone across at least America, the yeah. United States, and. But yeah, that's but but I think you're right. You are right that it was during Black Friday. A virus put on this money that was dispersed over like the course of the day. We'll just throw out Black Friday. How much right. money changed hands? And Absolutely, it comes it's like in contact with so many people. Yeah. So even then, like from the get go, it's like I already got the sense that Ubisoft had put a lot of time and care into this story. Mm-hmm. It seems like this is something that they really cared about, and and that's something that I get I see throughout the game too, in the environment, in the the voice acting, the characters, the the look of it. I feel like this is a game that Ubisoft is going to put a lot of investment in. I think they're setting it up very much because it is a very similar style game, or in like the, in in genre too, like Destiny. Yes. We're probably going to make a lot of comparisons to mm-hmm. that in this. Um, and so, like, they do have to really set up this this world this that you're going to be in, right? For and that's a at make least it or a break couple it. Of years, right? And that's such a make it or break it whether or not this, because a lot of the story comes from simply the environment, like like the whole atmosphere comes more from the environment than the cutscenes of people telling yeah. you what's going on. A lot of that is just a catalyst for to get you to do something else, which you do essentially care about, and in exponentially so compared to Destiny. Yes, that although was, I still, although I still will say I don't. Like I do the missions and all that stuff, okay, but I'm not yeah. like super invested in the story. Right now, that's I'm, not I'm actually, the big hook for me in this mm-hmm. game. Right, I, I kind of get what you're saying, and this is a big thing that I've thought about a lot too. Yeah, when I do the missions and the story's attempting to progress, like me helping my mother base, or like me attempting to like rally people it's together. The base of operations, not they, mother yes, base. whatever. It's not Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> not the, yeah, I'm thinking of Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> it. Um, you're right. I do feel a little bit of a lack of investment, like. Of what exactly I am doing, a mm-hmm. why I'm doing it, and really what I'm doing it like for. Now, does this vagary seem to be intentional? Like, are they Possibly. building to a mystery something? I mean, there or? is some mystery. You're hunting down, like you. I know at one point you're going to have to hunt down this doctor. I haven't got to it yet. Who they think is behind the the outbreak of the virus? Gotcha. Who like created it and all that stuff? And you'll get to all that. But basically, like the background for the division is it's like this group of like sleeper agents across the whole country that are only activated in times of desperate need. They're oh. just like it, it's like they could be your friends, your neighbors. <laughs> well, okay. like, in the open now, montage. So like, the, cool. Okay, well, let yeah. me ask you this because I'm also confused about this. Did the division exist before all this happened? Yeah. 
Yes. Okay. Because so like this in the opening scene, montage, right, where stuff, like, it shows yeah, a guy like drinking at a bar. Yeah, and it shows their watches light up with right. the symbol and stuff oh, like that. Yeah. And that's like, oh, it's go time. We well, gotta I get go. that, but I'm just asking. So it's like, yeah, did that, it, did it existed. This... I just don't. I think this is the first time it was actually called out. Is the kind of the thing. What do you mean called? Like, like, like put into practice. Put into practice. Yeah. yeah. I think it's been there. It's been like this fail safe, and now they actually have the reason to to activate it. Okay. Well, that's another thing that I get confused about is how this disaster that has plunged Manhattan into like blackness and like, I mean, the streets are littered with cars. There's trash bags everywhere, bodies. There's like chaos has like become the norm in Manhattan. Yeah. Yet I never get the sense that I have no idea how normal people are experiencing this aside from civilians walking around the streets who some seem perfectly calm, some seem very like worried, <laughs> freaked out, about some and, and shot down business. by riders, by and, the yeah, what they're essentially like surrounded by is a war zone where yeah. people are con- constantly shooting at each other, and I just cannot grasp, I have no real like, understanding. why are they still there? Well, are people living in, like, how do people live besides yeah. the, besides, unless you're involved with the division or if you've, you've picked one of the factions to join? I really don't. I think it's just a, a, a the, your typical post-apocalyptic setting. So are people, people are getting inside? by in the best way they can get by. Yeah. I mean, there now, is no the order. the virus there is, itself, what does it do? It's, it, I, does I think it they call it the, They call it the green flu, I think, See, a couple I times. I don't know. How, I have no idea. Yeah, I think it just you just get sick and really sick So this isn't like a zombie So you do thing. get you sick. No, it's, it's not no. a zombie. Just regular dead. Yeah, just okay. regular dead. You don't come back. Okay. Um, but these are questions that, in these, I know they sound um, petty, but they actually, no, wave, I agree. they like kind of radiate out for me to get, cause, because what the game does so well is it feels like all is lost. It's total it's total chaos and you're really going through a really desolate environment, which is beautiful at the same time because oh, they've done such beautiful. a great job with Manhattan and the lighting and the, it's it's constantly like snowing or flurrying and it's really gorgeous. Which but when I, it snows it cuts down on your sight distance mm-hmm. and all, those all these things. wonderful things. And but I do get a sense of like uh, w- the bigger picture here I'm a little like I'm a little lost of like what my place is in the bigger picture besides just trying to like help these people out which I've I heard can. that from a lot of people like some other things and reviews I've watched online yeah. that a lot of people are kind of like what is my bigger end goal yeah. I'm sure that will come out more with like future DLC that's very possible and I'll give them the benefit and granted, of the doubt we're and only 12 hours in that's true and tell, I'll tell you, <laughs> you what know. and even though I'm like harping on this stuff it does not really hinder the experience in a, in like a t- the total sense because no. I, honestly I get a lot out of and this is something that I really like what the division does as you're moving through the city you essentially and just real quick Mogan like you will not see other people if outside the dark zone which is really like Ooh. think of other the, players other players other people but you will see enemies but you'll not see oh. other real people like me like other players online gotcha. unless you match make with them unless you match so really all it is is a single player slash co-op game yes and, okay. you, and that's but it's also free roaming so if you match up with if me when me and Jarrett matched up we stuck together but essentially i could go south and he could go north and do whatever he wanted and i could do whatever i wanted yep. I, you that's know that's my or, kind of game it's cool <laughs> it's great it's very seamless in how it's it works very seamless. it's not it's not like a it's not like a match make, uh, other co-op games where like if one player is really good and they dominate and you're like tied to them, yeah, you know you're like forced to kind of like jump ahead to a checkpoint if they get to right. That checkpoint. It's much more open world and like yeah, you get a lot more decisions to make, which yeah. I like a lot. Um, unless you go into the dark zone, which I think we can talk a little bit later. But yeah, the dark zone is like a totally different. The dark zone is basically the multiplayer environment yes. of the game, mm-hmm. like like the, a competitive multiplayer yes. environment. Mm-hmm. Um, now I was going to say something before I was talking about. Um, what were uh, just people just walking around? People just walking around. Overall sense of destruction, chaos. Like what's yeah. happening? Um, it's the worst shit. when you lose a thought. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I was 
Well, I mean, I would because I want. I did want to touch on how the game feels when you're walking around. That like essentially all you do is run into civilians. It feels desolate. Or, or it does feel desolate. You know, it feels like there's really nothing going on. And you have no idea, like in game, what the scope of the total death toll is. Like you don't know how much percentage of population. You know a lot because you come out. across a couple areas where there are just a ton of body bags and yeah. Like I know. Like, like what are we still. thinking? Sixty, seventy percent. See, I don't. I don't know people? if I could really give an accurate. Yeah. Yes, but I I, what, what I was going to say actually is the way they tell the story in talking about how the game does this seamless transition so well. A lot of the story is told as you're playing over voiceover or things that you can find called echoes. Now, you've seen yeah, those I've echoes. Found, those are cool. Those are really cool. Those and like they're not gimmicky. They're not like something you really want to ignore. Basically, they're little things that you find in random like intersections on the ground. And if you activate it, a hologram appears of what happened in that area like you Ooh, know weeks ago, like a clash fancy. with police or a, something like yeah, that. Yeah, anything like any faction that is like because for example, one of the factions they're called cleaners. And they are equipped with flamethrowers, most of them. And they, um, uh, to my guess, this is, this is what I've gotten out of it. They believe that if you are infected in any way, you should just be killed. Because oh, they basically want to, they want to burn out the disease. They want to burn New it York out, City. which is obviously I don't condone. But like, I like that there's some <laughs> believability in their actions. You know, it's yeah. like, oh, it's like no, it's like it's like you, you, in this big cataclysmic event, people would be like, okay, we don't really have a whole lot of doctors, we don't have a whole lot of right. medicine. If like, we how do we take care of this? Again, not condoning, <laughs> not condoning, but, but like that is a very real. They're element. not just quote unquote bad guys. You yeah. know, they have a real mission statement. Which, and when you do fight the sweepers in some of the missions, and you'll fight bosses that are their leaders, you do get a real sense of what they're kind of going after, why you should stop them. But they like, well, you, you know, they have. There's. I'm just thinking of one in particular when I'm about to like kill a bunch of bad guys for the, the belong to the sweepers. The guy is like, you cannot let these division people. Just stop what we've been working so hard. You know, it's like he has a, a, a speech that he gives his men, and you're listening to it. You're like, oh, you know. Oh. Yeah, and you not can that he has a point. From his a perspective, but yeah, it's like that world exists in and of itself. And they do, and like, that's a tough thing to do, I think, for games, but they do a good job of establishing that without actually you seeing it. And you it just comes to, in bits like, and pieces. You don't have the option to join those people because that's <laughs> the team I would You don't, I would but line I, up I do with. think I, I was talking to a friend, and he said something similar. He's like, it'd be a lot cooler if I could kind of join whatever yeah, I wanted to do. And I was like, yeah, it would be kind of cool, wouldn't it? from the division to join I agree, the cleaners. I do. Or the, yeah. What's the other group? The, there's the Rikers. Rikers. Rikers that's but then there's just standard rioters. Rioters, Which yeah. are mainly the people that you run into with like baseball bats, like looting bodies. They're just, you know, and coming back to my iffy feelings about handling rioters, you just mow them down. <laughs> yeah. They, they'll, like, they'll shoot at you first, you know, but like really you're They're just, pretty easy to take on. They are easy to take if on. You, if you get a big group, I have many times been beaten down more by the guys with bats, surprisingly. Yeah, oh yeah. Because they'll, because I'll be, They'll charge you. I'll be uh, t- I'll be um, focusing on taking down a guy with a gun over here, and a guy will run up behind me, mm-hmm. which is gr- which I really oh, like. That, like it's vers- annoying, but it's very but the, it's good because mm-hmm. it's like that means the AI is intelligent enough There's to a lot know of variety. Not to just run up. There's yeah. enough variety to keep me coming back. Like I don't think it's that stale. Though granted, some of the missions are repetitive. Some of the side missions are. It's like you, well, it's you, ascend- like you go here, you kill everybody in your way, and then you like, right. complete some small. But they, at the they're end. diverse enough where. Each it feels different every time, and when you have people with you, teamwork does become a pretty big part because you can go down and you have to get revived in order to keep going, all that jazz. But what? Yeah, go ahead. And and to touch on that too is one thing that I really liked because I've done it where like you and I have just played a mission together. I've also done it where I had three companions yeah. because you can have random like, up people. To four, I do that yeah, all random the time. people, and that's really and it's not and it's not again coming back to my other thing about the, what I said about the co op is it doesn't feel unbalanced. Like each, even when you come with a boss and stuff like that, like the bosses are still hard. Even they are with four people. They are. They are. Like I, I, that's one of my biggest 
pros about the game is it's is the difficulty I found in it, and especially in a comparison to Destiny, I didn't. I, I feel so. Oh much no, more Destiny! Of a I felt like in the story mode, like yeah, I would run into a couple like difficult parts, but for the most like, part, I could I could beat anything by myself. I didn't need help. Right. I Whereas never this felt, game, I like the AI will the enemies will scale yes. in rank with you, so they get harder as mm-hmm. you get harder. Though Destiny did that too, but for some reason, it just it didn't come off the same way. No, it didn't. Know? These guys, like I legitimately have sometimes run into like one night. I, uh, one time I was playing and I was just walking through the streets at night and I came across a group of cleaners and um, I was by myself and I was like, oh, no big deal. Mm-hmm. I've handled I've handled a group like this. It turned out to be like a group of eight dudes. Yeah. Like I saw three at first and I, and I didn't have the pulse ability equipped at the time so I couldn't like do a scan and see what it was. And yeah, I thought it was like three guys. Turned out to be like eight, and there was a, a boss with them, like one of the yellow guys. Because mm-hmm. uh, there's the there's the normal just red, and they're just like standard enemies. Then there's purple, mm-hmm. and they're tougher. Uh-huh. And then there's like yellow. Um, yellow, which is like elite guys. Uh-huh. And and yeah, and he was like a level eleven or something like that. And 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 this and I tried multiple times to do it, and I got killed three or four times. Trying, yeah, it's hard trying to do that part. I and had- then I came back during the day to that same area, and there weren't as many there, I guess, because it was the day, and I was mm-hmm. able to kill a guy then, which I kind of was like, damn. I really wanted to take them all out, but still, but but I was just like, oh, I've never really encountered that in Destiny, right? And what and another thing, you know, I could probably compare this to Destiny too. But what the game does, which I've really been looking for a game to do this for a long time, is make cooperative play not a necessity, but something that you prefer to do instead of like fighting against each other. Like even though in the single player slash co op side of the division outside of the dark zone you can only really you can't fight against each other right but i like for example i was me and three random people were playing and we did get to a boss fight and we just kept dying over and over and over until finally finally we all waited to go in there and like we weren't talking on the mics but you got this sense that like okay like we're actually going to have to work together this time and we really did like we really started to like (laughs) help each other and like it's really one of the only games that i've played in recent memory that cooperative play is much more exciting than like wanting to kill these. You know, I normally because I normally hate cooperative play. Really, like for, Far Cry Four is a recent game that I can think of that has cooperative play. Well, then obviously like Halo and stuff like that. But um, normally, if it's a game like Far Cry, no, I don't want to play with somebody. Mm-hmm. I want to do it on my own because yeah, I'm always afraid that the person that's going to come on is going to be wicked good mm-hmm. and just and kill just everything take and all take all away. the loot and, and yeah. all this stuff before I can get to it. Because that always happened to me before in like older games. Whenever I play co-op, even with like friends, if they were better than me, they'd get all the good. <laughs> Stuff, right, I wouldn't. Right. So it's a deep seated resentment friends. that has been it really grown is. inside It really you. is. <laughs> and so, but no, like we played co op. I want to say I played co op with you first before I played it with yeah. anybody else. And and even then, I was just like, this feels very balanced. I feel it like does. I'm still in very much in control of what happens to me. You share resources. Like, so if one player finds loot, finds yeah, a individual loot crate, for each person, and it's like and it's like consumables, like water or mm-hmm. like med kits and stuff like that. You know, it's like you get those and they're like shared equally. It's the kind of thing like that. But you get your own specific unique drops if you kill if you kill right. a guy based stuff on like your that. level and like you know based on where you are in the game you'll get different things right and so but no the 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 co op seems very seamless and very fluid and never to and, and I have not hated it I don't mind it at no. all they, they I think they did a really good job with it and it's exciting for me to actually play co op and yeah not get the feeling of competitiveness it's much no. more of helping each other much out. more of a team member mm-hmm. like I remember one of the one of the I want to say it was. Man, I can't remember which. It was one of the very early on uh, missions that you and I played together. Mm-hmm. And I knew that the, there was this part where you're going among all these cars, and there's like a, a bridge thing above you, and it had like three guys on it who had a really good vantage point on mm-hmm. us. And 
you were keeping them in cover, mm-hmm. and we had another guy with us, I think. Did he like, and, go and you around? were keeping us keeping them in cover, and I was able to go up up on the side and just like mm-hmm. wipe out all those guys. And then I had this huge vantage point, and I was able to provide cover fire to you and our and our teammate mm-hmm. as you guys pushed up on the ground. Right, it just like it was just seamless, and I was like. Damn, that's, this is how it's supposed to work. Right, this is how I want a game to feel. And that's a, a lot of those moments have already happened to me. There's been three or four very memorable moments like that. And I, I crave that stuff in games. Like, hey, remember when we fought that one guy? Like, remember how hard that... Like, that already happened to me two nights ago. Like, yeah. me and my buddies, we, like, could not get past this guy. Like, it was so hard for us. We all kept going down. I know we're always we're going to, like, keep making fun of that moment. Like, remember how hard that was? Yeah. You know, so I like that that's a big part of the game, too. Yeah. No, it's really It's great. a real challenging game. And also, like... Walking through, uh, obviously, walking through New York City is is amazing. I think they did such a. It seems like a game made with love. It does not seem a game like they. I do not like, get the attention. It was feeling. It was rushed really at no, all. No, I didn't get that feeling. And and one of my favorite things to do, which I would actually didn't really expect this, is not uh, the majority, but a fair amount of buildings you can go into, and you can open mm-hmm. doors, and you can explore, you can go upstairs. Finding those containment zones that have really good loot in mm-hmm. them. And stuff you can like go in there. That's you, the kind of stuff Right. I don't you like. can go into bedrooms, and you can find clothes, cell phones <gasps> that have messages. Like, all these things you can find that add layers and layers to the story. You that's know, and I, what I re- like. You can find their shirts and their hats, and you can wear that stuff. And so it's cool that, like, <laughs> I know, it's, it's weird. And that's coming back to, like, using guns to, like, fix the city, I get iffy about, and also, like, looting it's things. The only it's like, you're still looting, you're, like, also looting things. I saw, it's also I saw so like, meme. Wait, I don't know how I feel about this. I saw a meme online, that it, um, and it just said it was like a gaming logic thing. It's mm-hmm. just like you come upon rooters, rooters, rioters looting a store. Uh-huh. You kill them, and then you loot the store. Yeah, that's essentially <laughs> kind of what you do. But you do it in for the name of good. Yeah, you know exactly. Which but, you, you do get the sense that, like, because when you do are you you the base of operations when you are expanding that. That's a big part of the story. Is creating like a hospital and a tech zone and a security zone by It'll, completing other missions throughout mm-hmm. the map and, and you like build and give build you points build. to be able I was to like upgrade civic these sections. engineering what is this <laughs> well, it's like you got to get the power back on you got to have a medical base <laughs> yeah. to help okay. people who are yeah. sick and somehow yeah. you are the sole responsible person that can do all that but that's yeah. classic gaming but that I love the cutscenes there and I love like there's a real honesty too there's a lot of cursing there's a lot of um I don't know there's just a real sense of brute like People are pissed off. People are like in a hurry. Like people yeah. are like, this is really important. Even though if like the story doesn't exactly portray that as well as maybe it could, the environment and like the way the people act and, and tell you things, you do get a sense of real urgency. My one main gripe to that mm-hmm. has been, and it's it's it has not come up since then. But in the very beginning of like the first time I was playing it, you meet this other uh, member of the division, Faye Lau. Yeah, and if she said, "We're going to take back this city." One more time. <laughs> oh yeah, yes. Oh my god, I was about to freak <laughs> out. Take back this. She city. just kept being like, you'd you'd get into this vehicle and you'd, you'd get, or something. You'd cut to another cut scene. And she's like, when, not if, we take back the city. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do it right, and we're gonna get this place back right. We love this city. We're gonna take yes. it back. And I was just like, oh my god, we get it. <laughs> I get it. New Yorkers love New York. I know that. I know you, New Yorkers. She's like, they told us not to get attached, but I did yeah. to this city, yeah. and we're gonna take it back. And it's like, and that's a weird. That was a weird beginning. It's like I'm in uh, Brooklyn, and I'm like, uh, when do I get to be in Manhattan? I was very yeah. confused. I was like, what? Uh, what? I went. Where does this game take place? I assumed again? it was kind of like the setup. I kind of, I got that. Like once it went forward a little bit. But um, um, the other part of the game, unless you want to talk about something else before we talk about the well, dark zone. He's got zone. a lot of notes written down. No, this is just, I was just looking over some stuff because, yeah, I, I like took track of some pros and cons and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Because um, the dark zone's a totally different, like, beast. Yeah, let's go ahead and jump into that. I'll save um, all this stuff for, like, wrap up okay. thoughts. Um, 
So essentially, if you look at the map, it's lower Manhattan. It kind of cuts off before you get to Central Park. So it's not the entire city. Oh, that's too bad. Though, but here's like the other, and I think it's I'm... It's cr- still pretty damn expensive. Well, I think I'm correct in saying this. I think it's a, the ratio is like, it, it has each street. It's, like, it's not like Liberty City and GTA that only has like the major streets. I'm pretty sure, at least from what I've seen... There's a like, lot of side streets, a lot of like I mean, I would, random alleyways. Right. And like when like I, I was noticing, I'm like going through 22nd, 23rd, 24th, 25th Street. Like it seems to hit every street. So even though it is just the southern side, of Manhattan, it's like the entire southern side of Manhattan. Yeah. I, I don't. I'm, I got to be careful to say that because I'm not 100 percent sure. But that's at least the, how I felt. It is. It feels expansive enough, right. you know. But in the middle, like when you look at the map, there is an entire red zone that is, you know, you know, you know, 30 blocks up and you know, 10 blocks wide or so, and it's red. And you really don't. You're not really enticed to go there until right where you are. Though I know you've already gone in there. Yeah, I went in there because I wanted to get into there and experience it right. a little bit before we before talk about it. But I think knowledge. level 10 is when it's like, hey, go explore the Dark Zone. Or yeah. like, you should try to go in there, which, which is bullshit because I did that and I was following <laughs> the game perfectly. And like I texted you, I walked like 10 steps. I got to the end of the block and I was like, ooh, le- hard enemies. And they killed me immediately. I oh, was yeah. like, that's oh what, my gosh. That's what happened with me is because like, I didn't realize. I, for one, I didn't realize that was the PvP area. Of the game, and so like I walk in, and some dudes there, and I was, and I like point out. You didn't and it says, realize it, no. And really? it says, and it said, well, because probably because I hadn't got to that like whole the yeah. actual setup for it in the game yet. But no, so like I pointed my gun at this, and it said non-hostile agent. I was like, oh, that's another dude. Okay, yeah. cool. I get that. And then I walk forward a little bit more, and some riders start attacking mm-hmm. me. And unbeknownst to me, another agent was already fighting them, and this dude turns around and runs at me. Mm-hmm. And so I think he's a rider. And I shoot him. I just quick draw and You're shoot him. Part and I of the kill problem. Him. I know. And I kill you him. Are what and makes it the says, scary. And it says, "You attacked another agent. You're now rogue. <laughs> You're you, will, you can now be hunted by other agents." And I'm and like, like, "No, <laughs> yes, I, it was an accident. That's the only way you'll learn." And then, There's no button for it was an accident. No, and then and <laughs> revive. Then, my revive. bad. I like tried to go over and save him, but it was too late. He had died. <laughs> and I was like, "Damn." You'll but uh, but no. So basically, so yeah. And so then I got swarmed by other agents and the bad guys and died right. very quickly. And like how it essentially works. So if if every if there's AI characters outside the dark zone that you can fight by yourself or cooperative when you cooperatively when you go into the dark zone it's uh, the same it's like there's still enemy AI characters that are just higher rank so it's tougher some of your electronics get scrambled I mean it's a real transition even though it's seamless it's just you hopping over a wall or going through a door it's like things start to crackle out oh, you so do there's yeah. no there, there's no like load screen between. no there's oh, no which is great nice. they did there's no load screens nice. anywhere unless, except unless you, like, for when you respawn yeah you join another player yeah for I the most there might be a small seamless. one in between cutscenes and stuff like for, yeah. for a cutscene um, but yeah, no, they it's, do a very, it's very seamless. So I, is which it I like possible for you to wander into the dark zone and not realize it? No, or does I think it, like, you, you, get you, have to go through, you have to go through like a checkpoint because it's basically oh. like, hey, you're about to go and in bef- here. You've got to have like a certain contamination right. filter level. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like you are now entering the dark zone. Oh, voice okay. like says that. Okay. And, the, and to give the credit to the game, the walls outside the dark zone are like draped with like contamination, like black oh, drapes, and yeah. like it's very kind it's of very like, much like this is like a, a big wall. Place. Yeah, so it's so and like I love that. Like I really like that the game when I, you enter the dark zone. Like I was telling you guys earlier, like my immediate reaction is to hide immediately because yep. I'm just like, oh my gosh, I know there's other players in here like me that could possibly kill me, and I know there's really hard AI people. And when I go in alone, I really feel. Like I'm alone, you oh, know. Yeah. I don't feel like I can walk around and do anything. I'm like, 
wow, I probably even shouldn't be here. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, I walked in and immediately just pulled up my gun and like yeah, had it. Like, I was just aiming down the side. Everything's out to kill me. Yeah. You know, I get very nervous, very nervous. But that's what it's like. So it's like you may run to people and you might not. It's, it's big enough where you get the sense that they could be anywhere or they could be on the other side of the map. I don't know, I don't know the numbers of like how many people are in there when I'm in there. It oh, and say. it won't tell you? There's I mean, no it, is, it is, fortunately, it is ranked. And like you're not going to be a level like I when I went in there I said it says in there you're like you're in rank because I'm a level nine right now so it's mm-hmm. like you are in ranks one through fourteen yeah and so it's like I'm not going to run across a level thirty in there you I know? guess yeah I guess unless you I guess that's not went into possible. a level thirty area right I think you're right and but you do have a separate dark zone rank so that's how the game really differentiates itself you have a regular rank but then when you get in there like I'm a level three in the dark zone for example but I'm a level thirteen I'm a level five you're a level five yeah. maybe I'm a level maybe I ranked up I don't know. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, I'm better. No, no. It's cool. Uh, the game cool. knows who is better. All hail the game. Um, but that really has been some of the more exciting moments because never. it's been a while since I felt a game like this where the sense of danger is constant, real, and because what you can find in the dark zone is very valuable. That's where you get the best loot. That's where you get the yeah, best guns, yeah. best armor. So there's a huge incentive to go in. There's a huge incentive to go in, get the stuff by killing NPCs, and they'll drop it, or killing other players if you so choose to, but you become a rogue agent, and then there's like a bounty, and then people can actually kill you. So there's a great like dynamics that now, exist. Now, when you go rogue, do you stay rogue until no, you die? No, fortunately, you respond. You, yeah, you stay rogue until you die. Which, Even if you leave the dark zone, then come back. I, was I wasn't, I wasn't yeah, able I to figure that out I because I was killed too quickly. Yeah. But, um, I can see Jarrett running down like Manhattan. But, uh, so you get sniper in the back of the head. Rogue but, agents. But no, so but then so I was like, wait, am I just now branded that way forever? But then when I died and respawned, it's like you are now no longer rogue. Okay. I was like, oh, thank God. Right. I'm really I, curious to know if you can like unrogue yourself without dying. We'll have to try it. I don't know. Yeah, if I'd be doing something good. Do you, I, yeah, <laughs> do you have to do like a bunch karma? of good Samaritan nah, I deeds? I don't know. I think once you're rogue, you're rogue. If you kill an yeah. agent, that's like bad news. You yeah. shouldn't do that. You should Even though most people will probably because, for example, let's say you find a great um, assault rifle in there. It's like a really powerful one. And you're like, and you pick it up. You cannot just leave the dark zone with it. What you have to do is find a extraction zone which are scattered throughout like they're not always that close to you you no. might have to travel a little bit and just traveling in the dark zone is a mission Very enough of itself. Yeah. it's like a, yeah it's tough and once you get there you shoot a flare up and then it's at least another minute and a half two minutes Ooh, really before a helicopter comes and once you shoot a flare up because this happened to me Ooh. like but someone didn't like someone else shot a flare up it says in the top left like someone's and shows you something. a point when to go and so that means oh, everybody it notifies everyone everybody now knows that oh, this person terrible. has something and he is extracting it you and it's probably maybe you good wanna, stuff. <laughs> maybe you well, want to go check it out and, because and that's the only way you can get you. your loot out of the out of the dark zone oh, is because it's awful. contaminated. Yeah, so you have to send it up into these helicopters, get it extracted out where it's decontaminated, and then you can use it. But yeah, so it's just like this. You can imagine call. like the oh cool, like gosh. what can happen. It's and you very... have to stay in that space until the helicopter. You have to stay. Comes? I don't. I don't think I, you, have you to do. stay in that space, but you, you have to. You have to stay close I, at least. You have to. It's like it, yeah, you, especially if like, you're the one. There's who a, there's a point. Called. Yeah, because I I left the space because I got swarmed. I was running away, oh. and it gave me like twelve seconds to get back in, or it wouldn't work. So oh, wow. you do have to like stay in a certain. I think area. it's like a quadrant. Yeah, yeah, some, there is. So you have to like essentially then defend waves of AI that may come. I know. So you can see like, and you know, there's even things that like. 
at least how they advertise the games, you can be with me and Jared can be working together and we're like, all right, let's do like, we find something good. We're getting out of here and then I'll just leave his group and kill him. And I'll take the loot for myself. Oh. and just leave. Like I, that, that's something I could it, do. You, you could do it. I feel like you would. I, I, <laughs> just the way you said it and looked at him, I could just tell. So like, because yeah, like fortunately the first time I did an extraction, all that stuff, I was with a group of chill people. Like, <laughs> which, we, they which were, I like, they I like all, the like, idea. It was like four guys and we all posted it. Like somebody called for the extraction and, and we all posted up and we're kind of like watching our watching our backs, mm-hmm. like moving around and all that stuff. Some enemies came, we easily took care of them because they were just so many of us. And fortunately, we didn't get run into any rogue guys. Yes, that's nice. So it worked out. It worked out pretty well. I like no, that. The, that I'm, I'm wanting to really explore the dark zone more because mm-hmm. I think that's where I'm going to really want to stay. <laughs> right, for it's a really most of the game because like I like the outside part, but if mm-hmm. like that level, extra level of. Of, of difficulty is kind of right. Oh, and I just thought you what meant the moral happen. dark side. No, no. Hmm. never mind. No, yes. I want. I want. To, I learned my lesson already about going rogue. Yeah. I'm not going to do that I again. I want someone to play the whole no, I'll try, game rogue. I'll try. I will try that There's just for like that. for science. I will try for science. And I'm scared of, of staying, them already. Of staying rogue. Of go, of going rogue and then seeing if you can leave the dark zone while rogue. I well, like I'm, it. Not if I let you. Not if I have something to say. Well, damn. <laughs> I'll block you. So another big part of the game that I want to touch on real quick. Um, is the like crafting and oh, yeah. like oh, your yeah. inventory stuff, and like dude. modding stuff? Oh, that's a whole. So it's very, very, a very, in, and it's it's very in depth, and it's a modding and crafting system that I actually care about and want to figure out the best way to do it. Yes. So like in other games with crafting, it's like oh, I need this thing, I'll craft it. But in in this one, it's really like you can get a gun. And it could be very, like, here's its base level attack. Mm-hmm. And then it has all these slots for mods, which you can either A, craft the mods, buy the mods, or scavenge the mods. And then you can at- apply these to various things. Like, right now I'm using a military rifle that I have loaded out with, like, a silencer, an extended extended magazine, uh, like a, a stability grip, and like a, and a scope yeah. on it just to sight it in to have a good. And it's like getting over for a level 9, remember, <laughs> weapon. It's like getting three th- a little over 3,000 DPS. Which is pretty good, I feel like. And then I have a, 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 a submachine gun that I've also loaded out. But this is what I was telling Zach the other night. I was literally in the base of operations, crafting, swapping out, mm-hmm. modifying things for twenty to thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. And it's fun. And it I is love fun. Doing that oh, kind all of that stuff. stuff. And like normally, that's something I'm just they did like, not skip. Out, like just do quickly. That's no, a, that they put a lot of effort into. Normally, I, I I get something. Like I'll get inventory items. I'll breach them. And be like, oh, this one has a higher attack. I'll use this now. Mm-hmm. Or this one has higher armor rating. I'll use this now. Mm-hmm. But this one, I'm really like going in and being like, oh, this is going to help my firearm bonus or whatever. And so I'm going to equip this because I'm really trying to be like I'm kind of building my character more of like a a tech and firearm. Mm-hmm. I think no, no. I'm like health and health and firearm. That's mm-hmm. what I am. Um, it's tech, firearm, and health are the three like oh, things you can build okay. up. And so I'm focusing more of my build with firearm and health, so that way I can be like a really good lone gun and not have to worry about you know I can take a lot of damage before I get overwhelmed or something like that, and then be able to return a lot of firepower back. Um, but you care about the stuff that you make too. Like one, if yeah. you make a if you craft your gun and you put mods on it like that's something that you see in a lot of great rpgs like you get a right. certain sword and you do things to it. it's like oh i like i'm a, you have attachment to what you're using and right. can you lose these weapons that you i don't crafted? think you can i, I think, think the so. only time you can lose things is if it's something you've scavenged in the dark zone okay yeah, so the like dark someone zone else can't kill you and just take, out of no. nowhere and take your stuff right that's unless it's bad. something well, well i mean well i, I don't think, know if I don't you know, find something in the dark, the dark zone, zone and you haven't extracted it then you can lose it. But right, once that's you get it, like, and if, you if get if out of there, it's yours. Yeah. Okay. You can keep it. Okay. Um, 
but yeah, no, it's been, it's just been a very. Um, but that's a huge component. You're right. Like the whole this element of crafting modding, and you can craft your gear, you can craft weapons, you can yeah, craft mods. The amount of customization is pretty in depth. Yeah, because uh, because yeah, so it's like you have all your gear, but then you also have your apparel, which are like clothes and stuff like that, and those. Don't and you can change that. Inter- those are all interchangeable, but mm-hmm. they don't affect what your gear looks like or wh- how your gear affects you. So mm-hmm. that's definitely what I care about more. It's than great, anything Mogan. Else. You would like this game. I, I mean, that sounds just, fun. And just it's, like I keep saying, coming back to walk around this the Manhattan is fun, right? And interesting, and the stuff you find in apartments through cell phones, echoes, anything like that. The environment, does, the environment is like the story. You know, right, and I agree with that. And I think that and I think some of our questions about the story will be answered. The more it's kind of like here's this brief overview of what yeah, happened, yeah. and the more you explore, you slowly unravel what happened and Which what you're I shooting like. and what you're, you're kind going of catching to. up. Yeah, to no, like it's not just like on. hey, here's this bad guy. He did this really bad thing. We have to go stop him now. Right, and that, it's that's more what just destiny like, feels like. Yeah, <laughs> that's how <laughs> destiny <Burn>. felt. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, you know, bringing back to one of our biggest complaints with destiny that we talked about in like episode four, whenever we talked about the games we love to hate. Um, oh, that's right. We had a was whole just conversation about yeah, it. Yeah, we just I had a quick Des- Destiny conversation. That one is, I mean, we don't have to go back into it because we already covered it. It's just the stark contrast in how they handle the two games handle matchmaking, and Division clearly does it better. It does, and that's crazy for me to think because I, uh, it, a year ago I would have never, or before the bo- game, both games would ever come out, I would never have thought that. Yeah, I thought Ubisoft and Tom Clancy would not have done a good, better job than Bungie would have done, mm. right. which is sad. Yeah, but you're right. The, and I told it's this to my friends. I almost like this Division is almost what I wanted. Destiny to be. Oh, definitely. And that's a big compliment because I had nice. such high expectations for Destiny and what Destiny was set out to do, I was really uh, respected and appreciated, but the division seems like it handled it or is handling it really the way I want to see it. Right. And we'll see, of course, obviously, like it's it has a big expansion plan. Like they will be, re- Ubisoft will be releasing DLC this is and be other like expansions. Their game for a while. It's, it is. It's, it's It'll be a while yeah. before there's like a Destiny, uh, Division 2 or mm-hmm. whatever. But so we'll, ha- so it, it's yet to be seen how well that will all pan out. But yeah. for this initial and the 12, 15 plus hours that we, yeah. you know, that we spend in it. I'm very impressed. And stuff like that. It's, it's top notch. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were some couple things that like, I, I wouldn't like, like I like the interface a whole lot and how it's all like a, um, everything. It's almost like, I, it's, it's all like a computer graphic screen, like a, like yeah, you see in sci-fi sort of movies like now, modern. it's like they, it's like a, it's like a hologram kind of interface like kind of thing. to like your body. So you're like walking with you, you know, the amount of st- ammo or health you don't have, you have to you pick up an Which item is, and you don't have to go to the to the inventory screen to see how many items you're holding it'll like flash up you're holding 22 right. of 34 it's, items well, nice. yes little things like that that make it nice yeah i did run into a couple just like glitch things i guess where like uh in the base of operations i was trying to change my apparel and when i would select the apparel my character would just go black and I oh yeah see him. whenever you're in the base of operations that that's happened to me it's yeah. only in the base of operations that Th- I things that. a little screwy there well, i don't like for example i don't like that you can't crouch you can't crouch. Oh. Yeah, you can only crouch in the cover system. The which, cover system works very well. And I, I do like. like it. You have to. You have to get used to it though. Yeah. Because you have so many options for cover. Yeah. It's hard it, it, when you're first using it. It is a little hard to direct. I want to go there. Mm-hmm. Go there. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. You might go to like a random side to the left or the right of where you're intending to go. But overall, no, the cover system is fantastic. I like and, and, and the blind fire is very well mm-hmm, done. Mm-hmm. And they do make a point like you should use the cover system if you really want to have a clear shot. You do get that sense. Like I, I, you almost, you can't just be kind of running out there. Oh, no, no, no. It's, the the it's few that, times I tried that, that to like just be walking around and take people out, I got, get I got pretty killed. Quickly. N- granted, now I, I have a, I have a more powerful weapon. So like some of that military rifle that I do have is, is working out really well. So like if it's a group of like two, 
raiders and I can catch or you know I can catch them unawares. I can normally take them out without mm-hmm. having to get anything into cover, and I maybe like take a couple hits, but not enough right. to lose the first health bar. I made a great game clip. I'll send it to you over Xbox Live of me in the dark zone against like level like sixteens or something. I was like hiding behind a van, and I was like, all right, like here, like, they're wa- they didn't know I was there, and they're walking this way. I was like, okay, like yeah. at least I'll like, try to take down one, and like I peek out and I. Like within a millisecond, I, one shot I was down. It was hilarious. It was so funny, and I was like, "Wow, I gotta make a clip of that." It's hilarious. That's it's awesome. like the most pathetic thing you'll ever see. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I want to see that. Um, but no, overall, I haven't really run into anything that makes me like. There's nothing that I've been like, "Oh, that's terrible." There's um, just little, th- there are little, little, things, little like, small like, graphical like, things. I like, really don't like that I can't crouch. Like I was really that, that really bothers me. I know because I'm so used to that. Yeah, I'm so used to like, crouching and shooting and like slowly, now, slowly and walking I'm, up mm-hmm. or creeping. And I'm also and hoping. Like that. I'm sure I know the Dark Sun's fun. I like what it has to offer, but I also would love to see how like a four v four just matchmaking would work outside yeah. of uh, you know the open world. Like if, even if I have to go to a menu to do it, that's fine. Like, just like a straight multiplayer? A straight, like just to 4v4 against each other, like capture the flag and stuff like that. Just how, I wonder... That, that would be fun. I, because I love the cover system. It's like Gears of War and like I think it could possibly work really well and it could be like Destiny where sometimes your perks are incorporated and sometimes it's everyone's equal. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would really like to see if that's something they're planning to do. Because they I, might. Because I know that, at least like you know with a game like Halo, that's what I keep playing you know i yeah. can see myself doing all the missions and then doing the dark zone for a while but essentially being like well, i wish there was something else to do that's you what know I'm, what i mean that's what i'm interested I could to see, see because like i haven't touched i haven't touched destiny in probably close to three months no mm-hmm. oh man i'm longer than that for yeah me. and so i'll be interested to see how long but destiny did keep my interest for a very long time mm-hmm. like uh, at least a year i was playing it but, consistently. They, but i can see the same wall or ceiling forming already like i wonder what's going to happen when i do every mission and then I do right. the dark zone. Or are you just grinding at that point for and then, more gear? Like, is the dark zone fun enough and exciting enough over and over, or will I become powerful and like not? It won't be that scary. Like, I don't know. Like, or you know, are there anything in the dark zone that I can explore further? I don't yeah. know. I'm, I, that's the only. That's my only biggest thing. But for now, it's definitely worth it. Like, I would. I'm, I don't regret getting this game at all. Oh no, I don't. It was. It's very much worth the buy. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, so. Interesting to see where it will go. Yeah, I am. I am of high opinion of this game so far. Mm-hmm. Yes, Ubisoft has done well. It's very good, and we can't wait to see where it goes in the future. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, I don't think we'll have time for to do the third one. No, I think that was. I think it's. I think it was good. The game I was talking about. It's been now close. It's getting close to a month when it was going to come out. I was going to talk a little bit about Far Cry Primal. Mm-hmm. I'll just do a very brief. You should play it. I think, <laughs> wow, very brief. <laughs> I, I mean, I think I think play. if you are a fan, if you are a fan of the Far Cry games, it incorporates enough of that old play style, but mixes in enough of the ancient world. You know, since you don't have guns, you have to craft all your weapons. You have to craft all these things. It has a very good crafting system too. Crafting system too, not as in depth as a division, but it helps. It makes it matter to you that you have to hunt an animal or you have to pl- uh, collect some plants and things like that. Um, again, the Stone Age setting is very is very uh, interesting since there haven't been a lot of games like that. Uh, I do want to play the other two games that are coming out set in similar time periods, Horizon Zero Dawn and Wild. I'm interested to see how they will compare to Primal. But yes, quick synopsis slash review. It's a very... Fans of the Far Cry series will love it. And if you enjoy open world first person shooters, you will love it as well. Hey. Boom. Done. I don't know if I'll play it. <laughs> Not convinced. <laughs> well, damn. No. I just never played Far Cry. Immediate kickback. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get, we go off an hour tangent about Far Cry going yeah. back and forth. We'll we, I bring it up enough though. in other episodes and stuff like that. So, you know, it's fine. I'll leave it at that. 
But anyway, so those have been our first team chat reviews. Yes. Let us know what you think and what if you we think. If we, how, how we should, yeah, if we should do it again, and or if you have any ideas for upcoming games you'd like us to, to like us review or, or old or old, games. we'll do old classic games too. We might be more in favor right now to do some more classic ones because everybody as knows we said, I love old games. Yes. As we said, it does take it. You know, we it's have to for us <laughs> with some monetary budgetary restraints. We can't buy every single new game that comes out as much as we would like to. I have tons of money. <laughs> every time to the house hey y'all <laughs> but let us know if you have been playing either twilight princess hd or the division and what you think of those games xbox live. and add and us on xbox live us. which my name is dogtown warrior all one word no caps Ooh, and mine is terminator z space between the terminator and the z <laughs> <laughs> and you can also find me on playstation network which is dogtown underscore warrior oh wow that's you too that's me son of a bitch that's me <laughs> so yeah add us on add us on uh, xbox live we'll do some missions together something like that this should be fun so yeah let us know questions comments anything like that at team chat podcast at gmail.com follow us on twitter send us a fall or send us a tweet there at team chat podcast and until next time this has been a team chat podcast I'm one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined by Rachel Mogan. Oh, bye. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Mogan was counting how many times She's, Jarrett said I Team know, Chat Podcast. Like, we In case you don't Five, know what this six, podcast seven. is known, I am yeah. now the Fei Lao. It's TCP. <laughs> TCP. TCP. But we tag bridges. We tag bridges. So Rachel Mogan and to my left. Zachary Parks. Peace out. We'll see everyone next time.